Hello, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm Soldier Monkey. Welcome back. And today I have uh, the Landy Lodge. All yeah, what's going my... on, man? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's get this. Thing. Let's get this started. So first things first. Awesome. Pretty much. Uh, first question would probably be, what is your favorite video game and why? Well, you see, that was a tough one for me because I've got a lot of love for a lot of games that I've played throughout my life. But <clears throat> I'm a big fan of modern gaming. The, all the games that I think that have come out in the last two years to me have been stunning. And one of those games would be Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. And it was, again, it was a tough decision, but that game was so expansive and immersive and captivating. And the the music was so fitting wherever you were in the game, whether you were in the open field or you were at Zora's Domain, the, the music was all, always, always allowed you to get comfortable with where you were playing. So, you know, I could gush over that game all, all day long. But to, to answer your question, Legend of Zelda <laughs> Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah, I get, yeah, the game was the game was really good. Yeah, uh, I remember going back to the saying, "How uh, what was your favorite game? Uh, what, what, what were some close contenders? Some close contenders. Uh, one of them being Persona Five, which I just played through uh, a few months ago. Have you did you ever get around to playing that? Oh, Persona, no, that's on my list. I haven't got around to playing it. Gotcha. Well, I mean, I, I can't I can't vouch for it enough. It's probably my favorite JRPG of all time. And like like cards on the table, I'm a total Final Fantasy fanboy. So like any JRPG I play to me is like going up against the Final Fantasy series, inconsistent as they've been. But Persona yeah. 5 to me blows every Final Fantasy I've played out of the water. And again, I got a lot of love for Final Fantasy. I'm actually one of the people who really enjoyed 15. But Persona, Persona 5, 5 was just amazing. Thing. I'm really, really gonna have to check out that game. Okay, going back to Breath yeah, of the Wild. Yeah, I really can't recommend it enough. <laughs> <laughs> going back to Breath and of the know, Wild. That's the thing is, it came out the same year as Breath of the Wild, which is it just it really? it's just crazy to me. Dang, I, I'd never, I, I didn't hear about that game up until like late last year. Yeah, that's so the thing. Not, is not I, too long ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I didn't get around to playing it until after like well over a year after it came out. Yeah. I only started noticing because like he was uh, one of the characters Joker got confirmed on Smash Brothers Ultimate and I'm like who the heck is this guy you know yeah I'm one of the people that Kinda screamed confused. like a lunatic like that's who I was <laughs> when they announced Joker for Smash and it's so Joker funny because like everybody that like I've spoken to when I mentioned like yo uh, jo- Joker got announced for Smash everybody thinks I'm talking about the Batman Joker yeah 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 uh, uh, same thing with all my friends was like, no, no, it's like it's guy from Persona Five. I don't know who he is, but it seems like seems pretty cool. Yeah, you know? he's uh he's definitely a cool character. I think his you get to name him when you play the game, but I think his I'm pretty sure his default name is Ren, but Ren. they pretty much go by their their alias, otherwise known as a persona. So the character evidently is Joker. But yeah, I can't recommend the game enough. That was a close contender. And um, another one of the close contenders is actually an answer to uh, one of the questions you have for me. So I'll reserve that for when we get to there. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, and going back to uh, Breath of the Wild, what, is, what are some of your favorite moments in the video game? I mean, anytime you discovered a memory, it was it, for me, it was exciting. It was riveting because I'm one of those people where, you know, when it comes to games, gameplay is first and foremost. Like that's, that's the experience you're looking for. But 
when you mm-hmm. can attach, uh, you know, a coherent story to the game that you're playing and the game you're experiencing, I'm always a big fan of that. So I thought the way that they told the story through memories was very different from narratives I'm used to playing. Um, yeah. So anytime I discovered a memory, it was a lot of fun. I mean, for the the second you um, came out and saw Hyrule Field in the beginning when you're in like freaking boxer shorts and you got a stick as your only <laughs> weapon, I found that both mm-hmm. like it, it was crazy because it was such it was such like a genuinely captivating moment but it was silly at the same time which you know if, if there's anything you can say about nintendo they definitely have a sense of humor about what they do and how link was asleep for like a what was it like a thousand years he finally comes out uh i'm sorry you kind That's of uh, broke the game, up a right? little bit oh my bad uh it's like link was asleep for like a thousand years right That's how the game starts uh yeah, one hundred years, one hundred years. Oh, one hundred years. Okay. So he was kind of going around, uh, exploring, and I would say, I would say remembering the memories that were lost to him in his one hundred year slumber. Yeah, I thought that was kind of unique. I was like, wait. Which wait. I have to say, I thought the weapon system was great too. I thought the weapons, like, and I know there's um people are divided on their opinion about the weapon system, mm-hmm. but I love the fact that you had to be conservative with your stronger weapons, and you had to have like three or four weapons that you're willing to cycle in and out just from the repetition of use. Yeah. Um, I, th- I thought that was cool. Cause it just, it just, I like games that like add dimensions to the gameplay and having to, you know, be, be conservative with certain weapons and shields and stuff. I thought that, you know, it's just an, it's just another thing to add to the experience. And I loved it. Yeah. It was a, it's like a different way to play the game compared to every other link game or every, every other Zelda game. I remember when I first, yeah, played I mean, game, compared to conventional Zeldas. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. I remember when I first started playing the game, I was kind of like, it feels like, Oh, this is kind of strange. I didn't, didn't quite like this. But then after like, I put in like at least like 10 hours to the game, I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. used to this. And I'm like, Oh, actually, I can see why. Yeah, they that that's this. a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because it really it's a good. Oh, you got cut off there. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. But I'm just I'm just agreeing with you. I'm saying it's a it's a really good example of uh, a game that as it goes on, it gets more fun because you get better at it. It's yeah. like once you get a grip of those controls, it's like and by the time you have a grip of the controls, your stamina is up. You have better weapons. You have better items. Mm-hmm. It's like Hyrule goes from being this big threatening thing that you couldn't imagine scaling at a at a fast pace to something that due to all your new abilities and your ability to warp and your stamina wheel being huge you can scale hyrule quicker than you could have ever imagined when you first came out of out of your hundred year sleep yeah and like 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 with upgrading everything that goes along with uh the shrines how'd you find any of the shrines or almost all the shrines how'd you find how'd you find Uh, the Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You you broke up a little bit in there, but were you asking me about the shrines? (laughs) Yeah. How'd you find the shrines? Like, did you find them challenging at all? Or like, did you find difficulty in finding any of them? Keep losing you. Yeah, you're you're cutting in and out a little bit there. Okay. Is that better? Yeah, I heard that. Okay. Well, how'd you find the shrines? Did you find any of them difficult or like uh, finding them a challenge? Oh, finding the shrines. Yeah, um, it was it was a decent challenge. I mean, what, it, what made it really easier, I can't quite remember if they patched this or if this came with the game or if it's something you unlocked when you beat Ganon. But once I had the ability to see where I've been, like I could retrace my steps, oh, yeah, it yeah. made finding the shrines, it made finding the shrines, uh, I don't, I don't want to say easy, but much more manageable. Um, I loved it. I, I unlocked all 120 shrines. 
Um, I was I was relentless. I wouldn't stop until it was done. And it was just a good excuse because I really think the the point of the game, like it's called Breath of the Wild. It's about exploring, you know, being inside this giant sandbox and looking around for all its nooks and crannies and secrets and finding all 120 shrines is probably the most rewarding. One of the most rewarding parts of that of the game. Yeah. Yeah. I like the game a lot. Did, yeah, well, how many uh, did you get all 120? No, I ended up getting around like I think 115 and then like I think it was like the final like 5 or oh, something. Oh man, dude, you got to <laughs> you got to close that up. 115. I, I, I got, how do you stop there? Well, the thing is like I remember I was climbing a mountain and I ended up falling and I was just like uh, I I forgot like I ran out of stamina so I fell down and I died. And I was like, "Well, I don't want to I'm tired of climbing this mountain. Like, no. There's no way to get up." And I was like, "I don't know." And, and I, I think it was during a time where uh Mario Odyssey came out, so I ended up picking up that game shortly after. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I feel. I mean, there's there's so many good games out there that you kind of get lost in what you left behind. But yeah, dude, one fifteen. I mean, you can't say you didn't do your lion's share of it. So good on you. Yeah. Uh, that comes back to like all these great games that have been coming out recently. That's just like I feel like before thinking about the how many games have been coming out recently, it seems like we're in a drought for for like a decent game for a while. You know, well, see, uh, that's how I see it, but I don't know. My, 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 did you say, because uh, you, you broke up just for like a small second, did you say you feel like we're in a drought for decent games or a drought uh, for good games? No, I say we were before like all these games came out. You know, I, I can't think of what yeah, games yeah. came out before these games. 100%. No, I'd, I'd agree with you. I mean, the last two or three years, I I, I mean, you know, I'm, I mean, card, again, more cards on the table. I'm a Nintendo fanboy. Mm-hmm. So like, n- no matter what they pump out, I'm probably going to buy it. So I had a Wii U and it was it was probably one of my it just really wasn't that enjoyable. I really felt like the catalog was weak and I'm definitely not alone in that. Yeah. Um but and you know I I had the PS3 I didn't have the PS3. I have the PS4 now. But I had the 360. Okay. And I, I and my I think I had like two or three 360s burn out on me. So there was a point where like my 360s were dead. I had nothing I could really play on my Wii U. And I was wondering, I'm like, shit, am I going to like lose my interest in gaming? <laughs> and then this 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 whole wave of crazy games like that you were bringing up yeah. just smacked us. And, and I and, you know, before I knew it, I had a Nintendo Switch and a PS4, yeah. you know, just like that. And I was playing all playing all these games and all these titles that have captivated me, both big and small, everything from. Uh, a game like uh, Final Fantasy 15 to a game like Everything. Did you ever play the game Everything? Everything, by no. chance? I don't think I've even heard of it. Yeah, it's this crazy. It's this crazy game that, like, it's. I think one developer developed the whole thing, if not the majority. Really? Um, and it, it's everything. You could be anything from a zebra to a planet to a sun to a molecule Wait, to it, a piece of bacteria. This, like, it's. Is this on the Nintendo Switch? Uh no, it's not on the Switch. I had it on the PS4, okay. and what I think one of the coolest things about it is like if there's any Alan Watts fans listening out there, is <laughs> as you go through the game, you unlock lectures from Alan Watts. And for me, somebody who I like, I love Alan Watts. So that game just it was so different. It was a very unique experience. So I highly recommend the game Everything out there. Everything. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll write that down as well. I add it to my list. <laughs> yeah i'm sure your list is as long and unfinished as mine yeah it's kind of of, i kind of blame multiplayer games for that but you know what what can i do (laughs) all right (laughs) going on to multiplayer 
are you a casual player? Are you a multiplayer fan? Like, like what, what's what's your jazz? Okay, so it's hard. I'm mostly I'm mostly a casual player. I'm a competitive gamer in the sense that I tried to climb the rankings in Soul Calibur Six. Okay. Um, but I'm a casual gamer in the sense that the majority of the time I'm playing, I'm I'm either playing adventure games on my own or I'm playing multiplayer games with my friends in my local neighborhood. Okay. So for the most part, I'm a casual gamer, but there are some games that pull me in. Um, like Overwatch is one of them, for example, that pull me into their competitive scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm mostly a casual gamer to answer more. your question. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I'm starting to realize I'm more of a casual gamer like now, but I don't know. Multiplayer games, it depends on the multiplayer games that are out at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So Caliber, that's an interesting game. Same thing. What was the other game? Overwatch. Are you still playing? Yeah, yeah. Are you still playing Soul Overwatch? Caliber and Overwatch. Um, you know, you know, it's funny. I actually like played my first. Uh, f- I just played like one random round of Overwatch earlier today, just because like, oh, I haven't played this in in a long time. Um, so I really don't play it that much anymore. But once in a while, I'll dive in. But uh, there was a time. There was a time I was playing that game every day. Every day. And yeah, that was a game I I played at launch for like every day, and then like I stopped for like a while, and like I hop back on. And I'm like, oh my god, so many new characters, so many new maps. What the heck? And I was like, my, I was blown away. Yeah, the game was still really fun. I play every now and then. I try to when I can. Yeah. Well, I think that's one of the things that's cool about the game is that like if you if you leave or you don't play it for a while and you come back to it, there's new characters, there's new abilities, there's new maps. It, it stays fresh if you, yeah. even if you stay away from it for a little while. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, so and I'm assuming you're PlayStation 4 or Switch console, so you are a console player and not a PC player? I am a console gamer, yes. Yeah. I think it's funny going back to the Switch. Like the Switch, I remember when the Switch first came out. I was kind of like, uh, I was kind of shocked that it came out relatively quick. Now it's kind of like, I wonder who's gonna use this. Like it's like a portable gaming system, you know. But now, now, now that I see like what Nintendo is doing with it, I'm like, wow! Like everybody deserves a Switch. Like this is probably a console everybody needs to have, whether they're a gamer or not, you know. But that's just my two cents on it. Well, I mean, I agree with you, man. I think one of the things that shocked me is I think because the the Switch job dropped what? Was it March 3rd or March 1st? Something like that? Yeah, somewhere around there. And it was like shortly after the holidays, they dropped they dropped this whole the Breath of the Wild trailer. And they were like, yeah, this is Breath of the Wild. It's coming out on the Nintendo Switch. It'll be here in like four months. Yeah. And it was just like, what? (laughs) You know, it came out of nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah. That was probably one of the big turning points for Nintendo because after Nintendo came out to Switch, they're more they're much more lenient on like uh, games that they're putting on their console, and like they're actually making updates on games and patch notes. Like with the recent with the Smash Bros. Ultimate, the pa- they actually released patch notes. Like they actually said who they're nerfing, who they're buffing. That's a big thing That's for the community. Crazy. Yeah, like, like I remember for Smash Four, they didn't do any of that. They just said they're changed various characters so you had to go go into the game be like all right did they change my character like my character feels kind of weird like i wonder if they made any change from it would be so strange yeah. that's true they they weren't nearly as communicative as they are now and i think one of the things that um i love so much about the switch is what an amazing platform it's become for indie for both indie gamers and indie developers you know i think i think it's something that's now like over 1000 titles on the switch and the lion's share of those are actually indie games and you know it's kind of cool that nintendo's embracing that sort of underground gaming scene you know 
who, you know, consists of people who may not want to spend $60 on every single game. Yeah. Maybe they just want to drop $10, $15 and, you know, play that game for a few hours and be done with it. Yeah, I, I agree on that. Okay, going on to next question would probably be, what was the first game you, you remember playing? Oh, man. Now, this was um, <laughs> this was one of those runner-ups for my favorite game of all time. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, this was the one I was talking about. This It's Star Fox 64. Star Fox 64. My God. <laughs> my God. Like, oh, it was like the, it was like, I remember I was maybe four or five years old. It was, I played it, I remember playing it primarily when I was in like preschool and kindergarten and even like first grade. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I still play it today. I, I, I've played it continually since I was like four oh, or five man. years old. <laughs> yeah, no, I love this freaking game. Not like, awesome my God, and just like, it's just so much fun, you know? It's like, it takes 40 minutes to do one run. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like a beautiful blend of both an arcade game, like a game you would play at the arcade and a home console game. Because it's, it's a 40 minute run. Ton, like different paths that you can choose different levels different endings um and it's just and voices which like blew my mind when oh, i was yeah, four or five whole, years like, old like, yeah. yeah like the, the whole, exactly and it was like in in n64 and like you know i primarily my introduction to video games is actually watching my older brother andrew play and he was a big zelda guy and you know and zelda is notorious at least back then it was for not having any voices in the games um so to see that like Star Fox 64 was pumping out these characters that like just came to life because they had these human voices and were speaking in full sentences as opposed to Mario who just gives you a here we go every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, you know, it was it was yeah. really cool. It was it, it awesome. really really stuck with me. I remember like uh everything was like text ba- text based like like back then and everything. So like having like actual like dialogue was like oh my god like next level. Yeah, it was immersive, man. Very, mm-hmm. it's ahead of its time for sure. For sure. How how was the boss? Was it did the boss give you any difficult any difficulty when, when you when you uh, played sixty four, Star Fox sixty four, Star Fox sixty four? Yeah, because I remember. I yeah, yeah, he, yeah. It. When I was a kid, you know, the, for the first like couple years I played it, Andros really wasn't a challenge. But that was because I wasn't. I wasn't going to the real ending. Like as a kid, I kept going the easy way and getting the um, the not real ending. Oh, so okay. I got older and I found that other path when you go to the other side of Venom to, to fight Andros. And I just couldn't beat it. And it was just frustrating me like crazy, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll tell a small story. And it's funny how things like this work. Like um, when I was... Uh, I was thinking it was around, this was when I was around like eight or nine years old and my um, my older brother was actually battling cancer. And I remember the same day, the same day I found out that he was going to be well, that he was going to come home and he was going to have a full recovery was the same day I went I went and actually beat Andros the the right way for like the first time in my life. Oh, that's that's um, awesome. Yeah, it's cool. It's like, yeah, you know, my uh, my older bro inspired me. I was like, well, you know, that son of a bitch can conquer cancer. I can fucking go downstairs into the basement and beat that son of a bitch Andros, you know? Yeah, that's a really cool memory to have attached with that. Yeah, yeah man. I sure. think I think that's one of the reasons why video games are, uh, yeah, they resonate so well with me because I think growing up, um, it was how I connect. I've got two brothers. I got an older brother and a younger brother. And I think that was, you know, that's how we primarily played together. Like we would play wiffle ball in the backyard every once in a while. But, okay. you know, getting together and playing these video games, playing the Mario parties, watching my brother play Zelda, 
um, watching him play Resident Evil and stuff like that. You know, it was a way that we bonded when we were really, really young. So I think that's, you know, something I'll always be thankful for video games for. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, 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 can, I can relate. Like, me and my brother, we would play, like, nearly all the games right when they come on release and just kind of, like, grind out. It's probably one of the one of the few times I would actually, like, hang out with my brother and everything. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's kind of, that's why I feel like I'm really into fighting games. Cause like whenever there's a fighting game, it would just be me against him. And we'd just be like, practicing, trying to get better and trying to get better. And like, you know. Oh, man. Well, what, uh, what are some of your favorite fighting games? Some of my favorite fighting games? Yeah. Okay. Uh, hands down, has to be uh, Smash Bros. I'm currently playing this game competitively. Yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to get into competitive scene about it, and I've been practicing a lot lately. That's kind of why, kind of why I brought, I brought it up several times before, and pretty before that, probably Mortal Kombat. I'm excited for the new Mortal Kombat. Like it seems, yeah, you must be hyped for Mortal yeah. Kombat 11. Seems beyond ridiculous. I'm just like blown away. I, I need to see yeah, more. The graphics, the graphics are incredible. Yeah, incredible. That game is so excited for that game. Yeah. Well, do you play any funny games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I mentioned earlier that I'm a, I'm a big Soul Calibur fan. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I can make that another honorable mention for one of my favorite games of all time. Growing up, Soul Calibur Two was like I mar- I marathon that game like a madman. So uh, you know, little little mention for Soul Calibur Two. Um, I love Smash. I, I play I play Smash with my friends a lot. I am um, uh, I host like, I host some local tournaments in my apartment. Um, oh, that's awesome. Around like once a month. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we stream it out on Twitch um so yeah I, I i love smash i love soul caliber as fighting games uh i was a big street fighter fan back in the day i haven't played much street fighter in a long time yeah, street fighter, um, yeah. i thought but- injustice i didn't play injustice 2 but i thought injustice 1 was awesome um okay. i don't know did you did you play injustice 2 it always looked really good oh i, I didn't really like the injustice i i, I don't know I, something about it didn't really like king to me even though it's kind of like more to combat I think it might have been like the whole health system. I didn't like how you didn't restart from brand yeah. new. Yeah, yeah, it is a little like, janky. Yeah, they kind of put me off. But I was just kind of like, it's like I like it for what it is. But I, because I loved watching the people play it. But it's like it's not a game I would I could find myself playing. You know, just one of those type of games. Well, yeah, it didn't stick with me. You know, I played it a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I had maybe like a uh, when Injustice One came out, I had about like a two or three week period where I played it a lot, kind of played through the story mode. But once I got over the story mode, and once you know, playing with my brothers and my friends got old after like a week or so, I kind of put the game down and never really came back to it. Yeah. Um, I find with fighting games, what I like the most, and you know, I guess it explains my favorite of Soul Caliber is I love the eight way run. Uh, I love three D fighters. Yeah, the, oh, the three D fighters. I'm, I, I'm not good at I'm, any of those games. Those games yeah, are like really yeah. difficult for me. I don't know what it is. It's a whole different thing, man. You know, it's like the the fighting genre is more. You know, it's not so black and white. There, there's there's two D fighters. There's platform two D fighters. There's three D fighters. Eight way runs. Yeah. You know, Smash and Soul Calibur might be two fighting games, but they're two very different fighting games. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I'm more I'm more used to like the two D. Like you can only go up, down, or side to side because once you had that like that dimension you go back and forth it's just like what <laughs> like that's a whole new level of dodging and trying to like wrap your head around like finding new ways to outskill your your opponent you know yeah it whole yeah. <clears throat> excuse me it brings uh you know no no pun intended but it brings in a whole other dimension to think about when you're competing <laughs> yeah 100 percent. that's really interesting who, who, who did you play in soul caliber oh soul caliber so 
Soul Calibur 2 reeled me in because Link was the guest. Um, so I kind of, when I first was introduced to the game, I primarily played as Link, but I started moving on to other characters. And there's two characters who I have stuck with since, and that's both uh, Mitsurugi and Ivy. And um, they've stuck with me throughout the series, and luckily Namco's included them in every installment. You can't say the same for uh, most fighters in the series, actually. But yeah, primarily it's been Mitsurugi and Ivy, and in Soul Calibur Six, it's 110% Ivy. They definitely need to buff Mitsurugi. Um, he really doesn't match up well against uh, many fighters, but my my 100% main in Soul Calibur is definitely Ivy. Okay, yeah, that's crazy. Mr. Rugi, is that the person with the multiple masks, or is that another uh, character? No, I'm that's the of? that's the samurai. He's oh, okay, he's the yeah, uh, yeah. he's on the cover art for Soul Calibur Six. Okay, nah. okay. Uh, yeah, I had it confused. Okay, that's all good. Sometimes uh, those fighting game characters can blend together, so I get it. Yeah, <clears throat> clear the throat. I forgot, I forgot to get my uh, my water before I started this, but it's all good. Okay. Oh man! Hey, listen. If you need, if you want two minutes, go grab it. You can, but you know, it's up to you. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Oh man. Mm-mm. I kind of forgot the question. The last question I was going to ask you. <laughs> oh, maybe you said, "Hold on, I actually have the Reddit conversation pulled up." So maybe you dropped it in there. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, going back to like. Uh, something just to talk about going back to uh breath of the wild what did you think of the ganon uh, the boss battle it you know it's one of the weaker boss battles in recent zelda history but mm-hmm. that's not to say that it isn't a damn good boss battle um the fight in ganon's tower is okay um okay. the fight in Hyrule Field when you're on the horse is fucking awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah uh, when, you, when you fight him yeah. in, the, in the second form, right? Yes. Yeah. That 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 was amazing. The fight in Ganon's Tower mm-hmm. was it was all right to me. I kind of I kind of like mauled him over. So Yeah. I remember I remember like uh what was it? I think that it was uh, the electric uh uh, what what are the four the four mini bosses called? They're like oh the um uh, the uh, the guardians. Yeah, like the guardians. Yeah. No, no, no. The guardians are the robots. They're the um. What do you call them? Uh, I don't. I don't. I forget. Anyways, I remember one of the four that was uh, the electric one. The one that gives divine you, beasts. Think, That's what yeah, it is. Divine, divine beasts. beasts. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That escaped remember, me for a second there. <laughs> I remember the, the divine beast with the one that has the electricity one. That was probably one of the hardest ones for me to like a beat because I was so confused what I had to do with this one part. I was just stuck on it yeah. for at least like for like five minutes, maybe 20, 30 minutes. I don't, I don't remember. I just remember like being extremely annoyed and frustrated with it. Was it was it one of the first divine beasts you went into, or was it one of the later ones? Like, was it one of the first two or one of the last two? It was, it was like the last two, yeah. Really, it was in one of the last two because I know the mm-hmm. the first I think I did, beast I, I bought the, gave me a lot of shit. Yeah, I did the elephant first, and then I did uh, the eagle, and then it was the chameleon, and then it was the electric one. Yeah, that's the order gotcha. I went in. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever tried to de- to defeat Ganon without going through any divine beast? 
<laughs> no, 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 I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> um, nor am I a masochist. Um, uh, every time I booted up that game or started a new file, I wanted to do it the the whole and complete way. Oh, um, okay. But I'm very impressed by the people that could just go over there with a stick and boxer shorts and beat them. Don't get me mm. wrong. I'm not knocking those people. They're there. We need those people in our society. I'm just saying yeah. I'm not one of them. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of crazy to think about how like how how quickly if you if you decided you can actually uh, go and beat defeat Ganon, go to Hyrule's castle and just be like, hey, like I'm ready to challenge you, you know. But it's it's incredible. Well, that's the thing I loved the about the game. The DLC. Yeah, yeah, I played um uh, I played the um, what did you call it with the ma- with the the sword? Hyrule. Damn, when Hyrule. you have, when you have to do the sword trials, I think it's called. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't I haven't played any of the DLC yet. I'm waiting to get waiting to finish up a couple of games before I go back to it. Gotcha. Well it's definitely worth it. I played through uh I played through both of them and you know, I wish there was more. I really wish I, I mean I can't ask for more because they've <laughs> given so more. much with that game. But yeah. I, I really I really wanted to see if they would like do updates about like rebuilding Hyrule with Zelda now that you've defeated Ganon. You know, kind of where they leave you off just mm-hmm. to jump into that a little bit but that's one of the things i loved so much about the game is that it allowed you to do things like hey if you want to go face the final boss right now there's literally nothing stopping you you know the game it's like a lot it's like it's almost like because zelda games have typically other than say the the first installment in the series and a link between worlds and now breath of the wild typically they've been fairly linear the the worlds are open and expansive but the um the story and the gameplay has been pretty linear. Like they guide you down a linear path. Breath of the Wild just said, hey, here you are. Here's Hyrule. You're on your own. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. No handholding or anything in that video game. Absolutely none. It's what I love so (laughs) much about it because it's like, you know, it's it's funny. It's it's just like a good sim- simulation for life. It's like you know what? No matter where you are, when, when you start your life, you probably got nothing too much more than a boxer shorts and a and a stick. And we'll, we could just use that as a metaphor for a low bank account. You know, yeah. and it's like, well, you know what? When you're sitting in the middle of the world with with uh, barely a shirt on your back and a low bank account, it's on you to navigate that world, figure out how it works, find out how to control yourself, and yeah. you know. End up with the Master Sword, the Hylian Shield, the House in Hateno, yeah, and Hateno, and kick some ass. <laughs> okay, I agree. Okay, n- now that this game this game came out two years ago, right? Yes, it'll be uh, two yeah. years this March. Two years this March. Okay, uh, what are you what, what are you most excited about? What do you kind of fear about about Nintendo making the next their next Zelda game? I'm not worried at all. I, I got to be all? honest, like. When it comes to console Zeldas, they've never let me down. Skyward oh, okay. Sword is oh, you probably Skyward Sword. That's probably the yes, only one I, I played... skipped. Yeah, and you know what? Like, if there's one to skip gameplay wise, it's Skyward Sword. Um, <laughs> I thought the story in Skyward Sword was fucking great, and I think it needed to be because that's what you know made you keep playing. The gameplay would get annoying, truthfully. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. but the dungeons were still fun. The navigation was still fun. Uh, the game looked beautiful, but it's definitely one of the weaker console Zeldas. And I think that's primarily because they had to deal with a Wiimote. And I don't think they really oh, thought yeah, that Wiimote. through. You know, yeah. it, you, you can't really with the Wiimote, the whole functions of that game. You can't really port it to any other like you can't yeah, bring it to the switch. Gonna, you know, that's what's going to make yeah. it harder unless they just unless they just 
let you control Link like you're holding a normal video game controller, which I'd be all for, you know? Mm -hmm. Because it seems like they got everything right about that game except for the controls, and I feel like that's more fault of the controller rather than the developers, you know? Yeah. But seeing as the developers at Nintendo have the Nintendo Switch to work with, I'm I'm not worried in the slightest. I'm I'm eager. I'm anxious. I want them to drop the next Zelda. Um, I don't expect it for at least another two years. But goddamn, I'll be waiting. <laughs> yeah, I'll be waiting too. Excited to see what what they take on that game and where it goes. And I want to see if they. I want to know if they're going to make another open world since this one's such success, successful. But I feel like I, they have to, sure man. I almost be. feel like I feel like you can't give us such an open, expansive sandbox and then send us back to the linear path. Like, yeah. you know, good. Or who knows? Game. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, so who knows? They might do. They might do something like kind of mixed of not open world, but not fully. You know, kind of change how it goes or how you would play a game like that. But I don't know. It's, it's got to see. Wait, wait and find out. Yeah. I mean, what I'm hoping they do, what I'm hoping they do, if, if, if there's anything they could do to improve on Breath of the Wild, um, I would definitely try to, if I were them, I'd try to include, <clears throat> and that's not to say I loved the shrines. I absolutely loved the shrines. I would definitely not mind having the whole shrine aspect back. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the Divine Beasts were a lot of fun, but I would like to see some traditional Zelda dungeon design come back. Oh um, yeah, for sure. Would, even if it's just like two dungeons, two of the six dungeons or something, some traditional Zelda dungeon design in in terms of 3D Zelda, I guess is what I'm saying, would yeah. be cool. Um and I mean I really that's I don't know what else to <laughs> like the game was so good. <laughs> I, I can't think of anything else that could do better. Okay. Well, going on oh, to the last Oh, I want Ganondorf that, uh, back. That's oh, what Ganondorf? I want. That's what I want. <laughs> I want Ganondorf back. Like we actual have not Ganondorf. had Ganondorf since Twilight Princess. It's driving me nuts. Yeah. yeah. Holy I, shit. I, I could agree on that. <laughs> well, it's pretty cool because I guess you could look at Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker, and Twilight Princess as like the Ganondorf trilogy because all three of those games are pretty connected. All three of, th- three of those games are what? Uh, connected. Like in the timeline um and chronologically like in when they came out yeah dang i haven't played i haven't played wind waker in a really long time i don't really remember much of that story i might need wind waker wind waker up. wind waker's a great installment it's definitely one of the easier zeldas so like people who are like oh i want to try zelda i usually point them to that one i'm like play some wind waker you know it's it's fun uh the art style is pretty cool um but it's definitely worth another play. The the HD remake on the Wii U was really cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, going on to my last question is, uh, what games are you playing right now? I am flying through Kingdom Hearts 3 right now. I've logged, I picked it up at 9 p.m. on Monday, Eastern Standard Time, and um, <clears throat> I'm about 18 hours deep already. Um and mind you, like, I, I work a full-time job, so it's literally been mm-hmm. go to work, come home, play Kingdom Hearts, go to sleep, go to work, come home, play Kingdom Hearts, go to sleep. So I'm currently flying through that. Uh, I'm trying to finish it uh, by Sunday. I've been Twitch streaming the whole thing, twitch.tv slash The Landy Lodge. Um, it's, it's, it's so good, you know? So, it was I, a 13-year wait. 13-year wait, and it's, it's meeting the expectations? It's it really is. I mean, here's the thing. Gameplay wise, 100%. You know, again, primarily, I, I said this earlier in the podcast. I'll repeat mm-hmm. it now. 
the gameplay aspect to me will always be the most important part of playing a game. The gameplay is just so much fun and, and it's great. The thing that will see whether or not it's completely worth it is can they round out and patch up this story? Um, the story. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, I, any kingdom hearts fan, you, I mean, you love that story, but we got to see how this bitch rounds out, you know, like <laughs> 13 years leaving us on the hook. You better, you better hit that climax. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. So, so on the gameplay standpoint, they did it on the story standpoint. We'll see. We gotta find out. Yeah, they better but put so that far ball the way they're top. laying out the story is really good. Really good. Okay, that's good to hear. I haven't really played much of the game. Our roommates just uh, picked it up at uh, when the game came out. He's been playing it, but he hasn't had a chance to play it as much. I'm hopefully trying to play it after he's done somewhat, but we'll find out. All these games, you know, my backlog is getting pretty heavy. I know, <laughs> dude. I know what you mean, man. I know what you mean. It's just too many Resident games Evil out 2 there. Came out. Yeah, Resident Evil 2 came out earlier, like a week before Kingdom Hearts. So I was just I, like, oh, I've man. been watching my boy Dougie TTV stream that, and it's it's absolutely crazy. The, it looks like yeah, so much fun. Mm-hmm. It does. Okay. Well, I think it's about time to wrap it up, unless you have anything else to say. You can plug yourself. Uh, from where you're uh, yeah, nothing you. else to say. Nothing else to say. I just want to say uh, shout out to you, Soldier Monkey. Thank you so much for the invitation uh, and having me on you. the podcast. This was a, this was uh, a really good time. Definitely a really <laughs> yeah, good time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So uh, for okay. all, all you folks out there that are listening to this so, this Soldier Monkey podcast, keep listening. This guy was a uh, pleasure to talk to. He knows what he's talking about. And uh, he's got a good thing going here. But to uh, plug myself now, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's the, the Landy Lodge on YouTube. You can find me on YouTube and Twitch under The Landy Lodge. On Instagram, it's the.landy.lodge. Um, that's my Instagram, that's my Twitch, that's my YouTube, and I think that I think that's pretty much everything that I do. So you can okay. find me there that's on great. YouTube, Twitch, and Instagram. Yeah. Oh, and you can uh, you can listen to my podcast on Spotify. You can listen to it on iTunes, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast. So uh, my podcast is also the Landy Lodge, and like I said, you can find that on Spotify, iTunes, and uh, Google. That's awesome. Thank you. All right, right before we uh, end and wrap things up. I got I got one last thing for you. I got this joke I just awesome. randomly pulled up out of the air like 40 minutes ago. Where where did Mario buy his lunch? Where did Mario buy his lunch? Yep. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> At Mario Mart. All right. See everybody. Take care.